Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. soon i hope so i'm your headmaster alex oi wait we're going on trip we're gonna go see far we're gonna get buckled up because it's gonna be a bummer i'm <laughs> justin <laughs> i'm pete and you are listening to Deadly Cast, a podcast about sci-fi's Deadly Class. We're going to be talking about the latest episode of the show, Sudade. That's about nice. Did I Confidently say, said. Uh, yeah, I, you, I got a little scared you there. You sort of end. sung it almost. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I'll sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're going to go for stuff, you got to go for it. If somebody hands you mushrooms, you eat those you mushrooms. You eat those yeah. mushrooms. Or what you can do is practice your accent a second before you start the podcast instead of just guessing. <laughs> Like I do. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the latest episode. Uh, we'll give you guys a recap as well as oh. the episode. All right, Pete. We got a recap. We got a recap, <laughs> and then we're going to cap it with a cap. Uh, but once again, great episode of the oh, show. Great oh my God. episode. So good. This show is so much fun. Oh, it really is. It really, yeah. really is. And I know this is getting a little repetitive, but... Uh, this is an arc straight out of the comic books yeah. uh, down to specific frames and the way that they put stuff together um, and even the animation style for a lot of the things. Um, but again, I really feel like it's surpassing the comic book uh, at this point, at least. Oh, wow. Well, and just uh, shows that do episodes like this, uh, like drug trip episodes, this like mm. did it in such a more creative, smarter, more unique way that I thought this episode was really great. Yeah. Now, let's get into it. A bunch of different characters as we just mentioned are going on a road trip this episode they include marcus 
who is new to the King's Dominion School. Uh, he has a flirtation with two girls in the school. Maria, oh, it's going to really bite out of the ass. Oh, man. Uh, Maria and Saya. Yeah. Uh, Maria is dating Chico, who is the head of the Sotovatos. Super nice guy. Awful guy. He's uh, just like the store Chico. Right. And Maria is trying to escape. She got a uh, passport from Willie last episode. Willie is also along with them. He is a friend of Marcus's. Uh, he is uh, also, as Marcus knows, but nobody else knows, uh, a coward. He is pacifist. A, a pacifist. Pacifist. He is yeah, well, a real, real editorial, Alex. He's a fucking coward. <laughs> wow, wow, God. No, he's Take a pacifist, easy. Alex. Yeah. All right. Wow. Just a choice. People, that's yeah. all. Just a choice. All right. Take it easy, guy. <laughs> Whatever, man. I Get back fu- to the recap. Oh, come on. Uh, well, put that put finger, finger down. Gun down. Put that oh, finger yeah. away. You guys can hear me uh, pointing a finger at it. That finger's right? loaded. Okay. Look at No. Oh, jeez. So, Willie is along for the ride. Also along the ride, Billy, who really likes Petra. She doesn't really come into play this episode. No, she's on the road trip. Yeah, she's not on the road trip. I don't even know why I mentioned her, to be yeah, honest. Why? Uh, but what we did find out last episode is Billy's father is an abusive cop uh, who is probably going to kill his mom, maybe kill his little brother, potentially die at some point. Uh, and his brother then will end up at King's Dominion along with Billy, which Billy doesn't want to do. Um, so they're all heading out together on the road to Vegas. The rest, Vegas, of them, baby. the rest of them don't know this, but Marcus and Billy have decided to kill uh, Billy's dad. That's yep. their plan right now. Uh, the other thing that you should probably know is uh, there's a dude named Fuckface uh, that it seems like Marcus may have blown up his face a little bit, uh, yeah. who is on the trail of Marcus, found out where Marcus Go was fuckers. last episode. Uh, and last thing, there's a guy named Master Lin who runs King's Dominion, played by Benedict Wong. Uh, now, I'm sure there's other things that we'll have to mention as we go on, but the basic thrust of the episode is they're taking the road trip. They uh, stop at a hippie commune. Yes, Pete. Well, you for- I think you forgot to talk about Saya. You mentioned Maria. Oh, I did forget to talk about Saya. Uh, so Saya likes Marcus and is friends with Maria. Sort of, She's though. also like... She's a... Uh, she just killed her cousin. Yeah, in the she's last like more she's of also, an assassin. She's pledged... To Marcus, which means she needs to keep him safe, and whatever happens to him happens to her. She also yes. has an amazing sword. Yes, she has a great sword. Very cool sword. Yes, not a euphemism. She actually just has a great sword. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly She doesn't have a big old dick. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm saying she doesn't. That's, yeah. Dude. Why? That don't make me take out this you, finger you gun. You don't need man. to confirm that. Swear to God. Um... Yeah, so you were saying they go. They stop right. in a hippie town they, where you buy drugs. Right, they buy in drugs the there. Uh, they end up getting some bunk acid that doesn't get them high, uh, and then they get some other acid from a dude. Uh, and Marcus, to prove a point, eats seven tabs of acid. He's, he's the, the acid, acid king. king. He's the acid king. He's the acid king. Uh, he goes fucking nuts while he's there, uh, and the entire time he's on an insane drug trip. We have a crazy drug trip going into Vegas. They get to Vegas. He does not come down the entire time. We should also mention most of this seems to be in flashback keeps cutting back to Marcus with blood on his hands in yeah. front of a cop. cop yeah. um, eventually, Tripping his face off. Uh, what we uh, find out is that uh, not only is Chico trailing them there and Fuckface is also trailing them there, uh, but they're next door to the dad. They're in the hotel room next door. Yeah. Um, Billy goes over to try to kill his dad. Is not very successful at it. Marcus comes over 
basically accidentally kills his dad. Yeah, because he's stripping they his face off. They get rid of the body, go down to the lobby. He gets arrested. Master Lin shows up, except it's actually a hallucination caused by acid. Uh, and then uh, Marcus starts to hook up with Maria until Chico shows up and almost kills him. Yeah. Chico stabs Billy. Yeah. Uh, dares Willie to kill him. And then... Eventually, Maria, Maria actually slices Chico's neck, with and they her all escape. Special blade, and we end with Fuckface looking over Chico's dead body. Yeah, and uh, they're driving down so the road. So we knew because there was a part where I wasn't sure if Fuckface was really there, if it was just a hallucination trip thing. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 but no, it turns out we get confirmed at the end that he was really he's there. Right, exactly. And at the end, it seems like Marcus is together with Maria. Saya doesn't seem particularly happy oh, about not that. Happy. As we're so driving down heartbreaking. The road. So big changes, big shifts in the dynamic. So uh, and the other thing you should probably it. know is uh, King's Dominion uh, students are not allowed to kill each other as they mentioned Chico, except Maria's done that. So now they have a huge secret as they're headed back yeah. to school. That also, was such a good moment when we realized they can't kill each other. Yeah. I, maybe they'd said that before, but I definitely missed it. Um, and that was cool. Also, I'd like to point out that uh, Neon Clown was right. If you take that many tabs of acid, your system will shut down and you will die. Yeah. So unlike Marcus, uh, yeah, you can't you can't get away with that. That's yeah. way well, too well, much well, acid. that's the thing about it. It's deadly class, so they're going to teach you something in the episode. I yeah. thought... I was actually about to put seven tabs of acid in my mouth when I was watching the episode, and yeah. I stopped. That's good. Wow. That's yes. You've come close a lot yes. to getting that in your mouth. Yeah. Six has been my max so far. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can survive with six either. I love, I love eating acid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Definitely. think you've ever eaten acid. He's yep, tripping. He's tasty. He likes yep, the yep. taste. He hates the <laughs> psychedelic effects. Yeah. Good taste. Go. Mm. It's like, like a little paper. stamp. He's glove yeah. stamped I like, to, I like to put it in a bowl with some rice and a little uh, cholula. Yeah. Have you <laughs> Oh Have you read his acid cookbook? It's, great. it's really hard to find because it's yeah. uh, the cops are after him. Yes. So let's talk through the uh, big points of the episode. And there were so many amazing things that happened uh, over the course of this hour. What particularly jumped out to you guys? Oh, man. I mean, there's so much. It's just such a fun because you're like, OK, here we're going to go on a road trip. But they're doing a bunch of drugs. And I think it's handled in such a fun, also kind of dangerous way that doesn't seem like we've seen that happen a lot in movies and television. But they did it, like you said, in such a creative, fun way that it was just like such a additional like, how is Marcus going to be tripping his face off and also try to defend, uh, you know, all these people and save lives and stuff like that. So it was a great kind of like turning it up, even though it's already at 11. Yeah, the... uh I love the way they set the relationships of this sort of core team in this episode and then uh, s- sort of spin them out of control as the episode goes on. Like, we see at the top that um, Chico's pursuing them. We see he has a gun and then a little classic red circle uh, x-ray, uh, yeah. which I thought was cool. Uh, very Pulp Fiction. Uh, I'll also mention about the team, and I don't know if you were just about to get to this, but... Right at the top of the episode, when every, well, after we get uh, the scene with Marcus looking at his hands and Master Lin there and everything like that. Uh, once we're on the road, my immediate question is, why are they all together? You know, I mean, I know yeah. it's a TV show. I know this is our core cast. That's right. why they're in the car. Yeah, they were all speaking. actors hired to play those roles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why they're there. Yeah. That's why they're there. Well, but seriously, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it feels kind of forced that they would all go on the road together. Yeah. But then, very quickly, they did a very good job of explaining why everybody was there and how it was a cascade effect of them heading on the road. 
And ultimately, I think particularly for it's clear why Billy and Marcus are there, right? Yeah. Because, well, Billy needs Marcus to help him kill his dad, right. right? And I think Willie needs Marcus because Marcus has his secret and is sort of his protector in a way. Right. Maria is trying to escape. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Saya is pledged to Marcus. Yeah. Right. So they all have these secret reasons for being there that are all tied to Marcus, uh, and that worked really well. Like they, they yeah. have a very efficient way once they get to the hippie hideaway of establishing that and explaining that in the text without us having to go through, hey, do you want to go to this thing? Here's my secret motivation yeah. for it or anything like yeah. that. You know? Willie being like, well, I have to go because you killed that guy and right. then I'm getting in trouble for it. Yeah. Uh, couple things I want to say real quick. Like, first off, like sometimes when you see actors pretending to be wasted, it's uh, it's painful. This, I think they did an amazing job of like acting wasted. And, and I really appreciated the attention to detail uh, to a lot yeah. of it. Uh, I agree. As somebody who does acid a lot, I felt like uh, this was very true to the experience. No, I, I, I agree with you, though. <laughs> like, I think even when people act drunk, they're always like, oh, I'm so drunk yeah. right now. And it doesn't feel real at all they did a good job of if last episode was breakfast club this episode being fear and loathing in las vegas yeah. and you got it. it i mean we when they get there you hunter s thompson shout yeah, out i also that. love all the pop culture references like you got ghostbusters shout out you got teddy ruxpin yeah it was just slimer it was really really awesome Ice tea is it was his real voice? They had Ice T in yeah, here. Yeah, that was wild. They got uh, Ice T to do the voice of a slot machine, <laughs> yes. Ice T slot machine. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it was great. Fantastic. It was so much fun. I feel like they cap. They do such a good job of capturing how your mind works when you're on yes. drugs like that because yes. you just drift and you hit on stuff that's just yeah. in your memory. That's why, I like. That, like you're saying, the neon clown, and then the neon clown comes back. So it's yeah. like, that's fucked up. Fuck. Yeah. I don't want to remember that. But then it's like, I'm here. Yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you're saying, Slimer pops in randomly. There's a scene that takes place inside of an 80s television show, which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, it reminded me, there's a, a shot that reminded me of, of Run, Lola, Run, the movie as well, uh, when they're laying in the bed all in red light. Mm-hmm. Like, it just the the genre changes, jumping across a couple different things, and the animation styles yeah. changing as uh, Marcus's trip goes from like good and fun to like fucked up and bad, yeah. and just toggling between those two. I thought it was just so smartly done. I feel like Rick Remender may have done some acid. Yeah, I think like he yes. definitely has. Yeah, also, the part where Willie's talking to a pole. Yeah, I mean that's that's spot on. Yeah. Uh, I have a weird kind of question for you guys just on the acting and everything looking right way. Is it, do you want us to, do you guys want to buy acid? Yeah, is that your question? <laughs> How much? How much? It's not a weird question. You ask us every time we meet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every podcast we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have this creepy clown uh, acid that's just burning a hole in my pocket. Almost literally. literally. Yeah. Uh, how do they do Marcus's eyes, do you think? Because his eyes were fucking bloodshot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's show. also very realistic. Yeah. Not uh, that. That's not the way I they mean, were that like. was insanely Whoa, but bloodshot. Like someone who <laughs> takes too much and has been up for way too long. That's yeah. exactly I what just your eyes tell look if like. That was like full contacts, or that was digital, or what? I was think it was going? contacts. I think yeah, it was a real nightmare both. to do it digitally. Oh my god! Yeah, I well, feel like either it, way, right? Well, the contacts you just put them in. They'd have to have them specially made digitally because he's moving his head so much. It would yeah, you'd have to go frame by frame and yeah. paint all that shit in. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll say, uh, do you watch Star Trek Discovery? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saru's eyes, that's Doug Jones' character, for yeah. those of you who watch Star Trek Discovery, uh, the first two episodes he wore contacts, 
and they hurt his eyes so much that they took him out after that, and every episode after the first two episodes are digital eyes. Wow. Which what a is, pain. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. But I, I just wonder for a, like a sci-fi show, granted, they seem to have a pretty big budget for this particular episode. Yeah. Um, it was such a weird, specific detail that jumped out at me, but I was just curious. Yeah, no, I think it's a good... How they hit that. Uh, it was very noticeable. Yeah. I also like the way um, when... So Marcus gets busted, not for murdering a dude or yeah. for doing all those drugs for um, winning at gambling yeah, and being underage not, yeah, and <laughs> with a, a fake, fake ID. ID. And, um, and the fact that I was like, the because at first you were like, oh my God, they're in so much trouble. And then you realize, oh, slowly it's not. Yeah. And then of course it's like, well, we're just going to take the money, which makes sense. Yeah, make crooked cops. Yeah, I yeah. love the way they did that scene too, where the cop keeps changing sizes and yeah. uh, everything. Oh, Very cool. So great. Cool. That's uh, they use those effects in Lord of the Rings because everybody was not actually hobbits and uh, giants. No, well, there was a couple of those people that are hobbit actors. A, a bunch of them. Elijah Wood is. Yeah, that guy's. But the rest he, of them were not. He's had a great because he started off in Hobbit and uh, Hobbit movies and right. became famous there, and then just jumped over to real yeah, movies. Yeah, he did the Good Hobbit. He yep. did. Uh, that's literally the only movie I can remember. Yeah. Um, uh, was the one in Maine? Was he in that one? Uh, also, The Good Hobbit. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good at this. Uh, I wanted to call out Billy in particular, the actor who played uh, Billy. Yeah. Now, he had, we talked about last episode, that incredible monologue to Marcus uh, yeah. that he gave. So emotional, so well done. And he started this character, just this laughing, devil-may-care punk dude. A goof. Yeah, a goof in the first couple of episodes. Took a huge turn last episode. His scene after he kills his dad was so raw and yeah. so real. The way that he just breaks down and cries, that, that to me felt more real than almost anything else in the episode. Well, it also, it was amazing, but it was also driving me nuts because I was like, there's a fucking dead body. You, there's no time to cry. You've got to get your plan I, I, well, going. Well, that's what Marcus does. Like, that's Marcus's purpose there. Right. But Billy's reaction, he's the one who instigates it, right? Yeah. He says, we're yeah. going to drive down Also, Vegas. I liked his whole beforehand, like, talking about his dad a little bit good. Like, he was well, really that's fighting what, with yeah, it right exactly, up until yeah. the right. end. And that's so what that sets up that reaction. But yeah. he goes into the room. He grabs her the back. They do the deed. They kill his dad. And he realizes what he's done, what he's lost, yeah. what's going to happen next, what the repercussions are. And you see him go through all of these emotions. And there's some relief. There's relief in there. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, great. The great way stuff. the amount of characters in television that f- die from hitting their head as they're falling down by accident yeah. is insane. Yeah. It's like the number two cause of death. I constantly worry about that because of television. Mm-hmm. I'm more worried about hitting my eye on something Ooh. rather than my head. Oh, Weird. Yeah. I have a fear, like when I walk past a table that's too pointy, uh-huh. I feel like I'm going to trip and fall and it just hit my oh, eye. Oh my God, that's so specific. I know, it's a weird thing. Weird. I'm not scared of a lot of things, but that's one of them. Not not dying, but I do constantly worry about bonking my head on things. Bonking? Bonking. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound very bad. <laughs> no, but you know what Sounds like, like a fun video game Stand thing. up into a cabinet door that you've left open yeah, or something oh, like man. that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I've been hyper aware for that for years. I want to say I haven't bonked my head in uh, probably a decade at this oh, point. Oh man. Bonk. You're like a Knock Mr. Wood, dude. You just jinxed yeah. your I will say, before that, though, one time, like a living cartoon, I literally walked into a board while I was walking on the street one time. A board? Like a like This a dude was carrying uh, a, oh, long, was like... a long board behind his shoulders. Um, now, Alex, you were in a silent film. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like that. 
because it was like uh, a five feet long board that he was carrying over his shoulders. And he swung it around, and it smacked me right in the forehead, and it made a bong sound. Oh, yeah. wow. And that's you when you went, whoop, 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 There were a bunch was... of birds flying around my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fucking nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. One, when I was working construction when I was uh, much younger, I was uh, peeling. I was on, working on a concrete team, and you pour it in wooden forms, and then it hardens. And I was stripping the form with a crowbar, hot day. Mm-hmm. The nail head bends, and the crowbar went right up and bashed me right above my eye oh. and if it had gone in my eye it would not have an eye oh. so I think that's why I oh, fear man, all that's eye. that's probably what it is Pete, would, what are you afraid of <laughs> uh, what's your greatest fear Pete yeah greatest injury based fear <laughs> uh, I don't know man like I uh, I'm scared of heights I don't know what to say here. what's the cool story about that just climbed a ladder one day <laughs> you were well uh, you were like a, fuck a this building. you were in a building <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, one time we went on a vacation, and like one of the highlights was there was this uh, light tower that we could go and uh, you see. But the thing was, the light tower had uh, just like grates, so you could see like all the way. And it was this thing like we hiked all the way to this. Uh, lighthouse. lighthouse. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, lighthouse. And it was like, you know, a couple people turned away because they were scared of heights, and I was like, no. And it was painful, but I made it to the top. Uh, but it was. Then you're like, this is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it was a complete nightmare. I climbed a lighthouse once too, and I was like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah. Also, I went in a hot air balloon, and I was like, oh, that, that. It's a fucking wicker <laughs> basket. Why is anyone doing I, this? I did that with, uh, you know, my ex at the time because I thought it would be romantic. Wait, I was were you scared. already exes? Your ex no. at the time. Oh. Well,. My ex now, but at the time. Current ex. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if she, you got up in the hat or balloon. She's like, yeah. I'll bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been cheaper if it happened yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was a nightmare. Not my favorite. Hmm. Um, so you're saying I should try that? Hot air balloon? Yeah. Are you scared of heights? Oh, yeah. Don't. Don't. Oh, I have vertigo. Don't do it. Because oh. truly, pe- hot air balloons are, I, I'm not crazy scared of heights like i've gone skydiving was fine with that what but hot air balloon was way worse because you're not strapped to anything and it's like this is a fucking basket (laughs) baskets break when easter eggs are in them let alone humans whose lives depend on it yeah it's a basket cool that sounds horrible yeah Yeah. they do do this cool thing where they like fire you're on that thing it's just like there's fire there also they're like oh we don't know where we're gonna land yeah you just land wherever and then they carry a bottle of champagne to give to the people's property you land on to be like hey sorry we're here now now, not to break into our hot air balloon podcast to talk about uh, <laughs> yeah. Deadly Class or anything like that, yeah. but the fight between Chico and Marcus was so brutal, Yeah, and I've never thought this about the main character of a show. I honestly thought at points that maybe Marcus would die. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was also Chico killing the uh, store owner. Like, the whole oh, thing was man. Just- because they was were brutal, rattling on the streets. But I was like, if they were really in Vegas, there was no way that fight gets two feet without, you know. Well, this is eighties Vegas. Yeah. Right, it's eighties Vegas. It's probably it seemed like a downtowny type club, probably a kind of off of the strip. Uh, and for yep. those of you who didn't see it, Chico basically smashes Marcus into a convenience store. Mm-hmm. They trash the whole place, as Justin mentioned. Chico kills the store owner in cold blood uh, before they burst out into the alleyway where Chico proceeds to 
almost kill Marcus. Uh, the whole sequence, so tense, so well so filmed. Good. Also, I love the Donahue references. That was made. Yeah. My, I was like, oh, my God, Donahue. That's right. Yeah. Remember him. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting turn going from, man, that was a brutal sequence to I love Phil Donahue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phil Donahue, the original talk show king. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, what do you think is going on with the Maria, Saya, Marcus relationship oh, at this point? That's what I call a classic love triangle. Ooh. Also, h- heartbreaking, like he's making the wrong choice. Maria is not the one for him. Saya really? is clearly the one he should be with. Saya really cares about him. Why? Maria is just using him. No, well, I, I don't know. I prefer I, Maria is cool. What? Saya seems like she is up to. She's working. We don't know exactly what her deal is. What are you talking about? I guess we don't know what anyone's deal is, but I don't know. It just feels like Maria's like. She's not. Doesn't seem like she's the most committed to him, but she's like. I don't know. Let's just make out. Uh, I will say. My feelings on both relationships are definitely colored by knowing what's coming up in the comic book. Yeah. But just based on this episode, I would say at the very least that I'm agreeing with Justin just because like, I think what I get from what you're a coward, what I get from Lana Condor's (laughs) performance, I'm a coward. I'll fucking shoot you with my finger. (laughs) You don't point that finger gun at me. I'll shoot you with my finger. Uh, What I'm getting from Lana Condor's performance right now is that I think Saya likes Marcus more than she yes. thinks she does. Yes. Is what's and that's going super on. clear, yeah. you asshole. She's but, the one who cares about him. Well, but but she's going to have to express that if she wants to make it real. And I think Maria, and Maria is comfortable expressing it. Yes, Maria is the but steady doesn't relationship. Mean she deserves to have Marcus. I think Maria is the steady relationship. Saya is the dangerous relationship. Fuck that. Yeah. No. No, Why I'm is Marcus such a prize, Pete? He's not. Okay. But this is where they are, and this is what they have to choose from. He... <laughs> Jesus. And the purest really love other is between Saya and Marcus. What are you basing that on? The things that we know about the characters and the things that we've seen. He's, she he's is driving. Are. She's the one who has her shit together enough to drive home. And that sacrifice go. cost her her love. This is a classic Betty versus Veronica. And Pete is just doing the Betty thing. <laughs> You're just. She's the Betty? No, Marie is the Betty. No. Maria is the Veronica. No, she's not. What are you talking about? Yeah. She is the Veronica. Yeah. No, she's not the Veronica. She Saya is. is the Veronica. No, nope. I don't think so. Wait, what? Yeah. Why are you guys saying that Maria is the Veronica? Because she's rich? Uh, no, because she's a little bit more like, I do what I want. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I'll let's more make out dangerous. now. I'm not thinking yeah. about it. While Saya is much more like, um, you know, a little more guarded Stable, with her feelings. Bit, yeah, Very yeah. like, she's a Fixing planner. Cars, she fixes mysteries. cars. Yeah. She's blonde, obviously. <laughs> All um, right, all doing right. coke in the bathroom, oh, yeah. yeah. Classic Betty, yeah. Classic Betty. Move. But when she's coke Betty, when she has to adjust the mirror because she can't take it, my fucking heart broke. Yeah, jeez, Pete, we get it. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to call out from the episode? Anything Rick Remender is killing this man. It yeah, is it's fantastic. really good. Um, the, this, yes, this series is a bad way of saying it, but it's so much better than it could have been. That I think there's a way of doing it where it was like. Fun assassin school. This is immediately getting so much deeper, so much more complicated. Uh, It is going for things, and it's really hitting the pedal to metal in terms of what's going on with the plot. It's wasting no time. I can't believe that they killed out Chico already. That's I'm so happy about that. Well, but they've still got all of these other enemies in the background, so there's still so much danger there. Uh, But it's crazy that, like... You expect the school bully to be around the entire series. He's gone now. That yeah. changes everything. Uh, also, I, I, like, 
it makes room for the pig fucker to come in as the big baddie. Well, that's what I was going to say. We should talk about him uh, being in the elevator. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great line I want to call out. What you don't focus on will come true. And oh, right my away, God, right? That was really cool. deep in the middle of all that madness. And that's right before um, uh, Melty Face shows up. Um, and he uh, basically says, funny, I'm here. I'm going to kill you, but not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't love that, to be honest. I agree, because it's like, no, that's, I not liked how it it wor- that's not how because, revenge works. Yeah, but I also like that because it's like... Marcus won't remember that he saw him because Marcus was tripping his face off. So he doesn't know if that's real or not. Yeah, but he did, Melty Face doesn't know that he's tripping and like he. Of course no, he doesn't. It, doesn't, that's it, the fun it of felt it. like that was one of the things that felt like a very typical construction. Yeah. It felt me. plotty. Yeah, exactly. It felt plotty. And I, I feel like almost the way around that. I expected, based on what happened last episode, he'd find out where King's Dominion is, get to King's Dominion, and they're not there. They're yeah. in Vegas. That, to me, felt like a very simple plot way around that thing. Instead of sending him to Vegas, to be like, I see you, but not yet. Not yet, Bond. Well, I, and, well then it makes sense that he, then he shows up and just sees Chico's body. We, if they lost that scene in the elevator altogether, yes. then that's cool. Yeah, also, he gets to talk about... You kind of really get to see... That the pig fucker is crazy because he cares more about Donahue than he does anything else. That's just like you, though. What? Yeah, you also care about you Donahue. You love Donahue. You love him. Donahue is your Betty. No, it's not. You Don- just said that. Donahue is your science. You are literally wearing a shirt that says, can't get my fill right now. Oh, my God. No, I'm <laughs> not. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> It's a handmade T-shirt. <laughs> Can't get my fill. Hey, I made t-shirt. my share of T-shirts. Okay, but <laughs> I'm not all made a Phil. <laughs> made a Phil Donahue T-shirt. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm looking at one right now. I've seen your other ones. You have a closet. Whatever, you have a Pac-Man of- shirt on. Don't fucking judge my shirts, man. Wow, good call, yeah. Pete. Uh, by the way, if you are interested in Pete's handmade T-shirts, you can check them out. The company is called Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should add a Donahue T-shirt. I can't get my fill <laughs> to our T-shirt stack. Yeah, comicbookclub.threadless.com. Yep. All right, I'll I'll stay up all night and decide when to put it up. Cool. I, I can't I get my fill. That's fine. I'm going to buy that shirt. I'll tell you what. You got one sale right here. I'm buying I, I just am really impressed with the way the show is like building momentum and having the characters move forward in such a creative, cool way. It's it's really awesome. And it's a hell of a ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hell of a trip. All right. Yeah. Before we wrap up superlatives for this episode, as we always end, we're going to do superlatives uh, for this episode for the cast, even though they're out of school. So uh, what do we got this episode? I'll, I'll do uh, most likely to eat way too much acid. Uh, that would be Marcus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that bit. A lot of just recounting the plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I well, did like uh, that bit where he was like, I'm not the acid king. That was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. That liked, was uh, a fun. Yeah. One particular visual that I really liked was him lying on the carpet and the carpet flowing around him yeah. as he yeah. said, the, I'm oh, the that's, acid king. That's, that's real. Cool. That's real. Um, Class clown is the neon uh, clown because <laughs> he's fun. He's fun and funny and not scary. A, a single not bit. fucking scary at all. Yeah, uh, I guess most likely to do coke in the bathroom is going to be. Why? You're so just like I don't know. Wow. Most likely to be on deadly class. All these characters. I don't give a fuck. Uh, that that thing. Most likely to have a sword. Well, the one with the sword. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> most likely to be dead. Uh, yeah, most, most likely to give up. Chico, B. I guess. B. B. Yeah. Um, most likely. Yeah. Most likely to die. Chico. I thank God neither of you guys were on ear, yearbook committee because you would have ruined. <laughs> yeah. nice I was for a year, uh, and then I gave it up. I also oh. hated. <laughs> wow, very fitting. I, I, very I really hated that. I was most likely to quit yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes sense. Mostly the quick yearbook would be Chico because he's dead. Oh, that's not quitting. That's not how you quit. It is how they're going to look at it. Yeah. It's a, it's a forced quitting, as it were. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, to guys. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat about a deadly class. Beat... What do you want to <laughs> Friend us on Facebook uh, so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on the live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. Also at Deadly on Twitter for Deadly Class tweets. And don't forget to turn in your permission slips. Oh, everybody in your hot air balloons! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.